This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. I'm Eric Smith, and welcome to Taiwan Talk. In about 48 hours, we will find out which of the two U.S. presidential candidates will be spending the next four years in the White House. As balloting begins taking place all across America, ICRT invited two Taiwan-based American lawyers for a mini-political debate. Mr. William Bryson represented the Republicans and their challenger Mitt Romney, while Mr. John Eastwood argued in favor of the Democrats and their standard-bearer, President Barack Obama. We have in the studio today two lawyers. Sounds like the opening to a joke, perhaps, but uh, we have two lawyers. Let's uh, let's get them to introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Bill Bryson. I've been a registered Republican for for many many years. Uh, ever since the uh, ever since the first Reagan election, that's when I registered as a Republican. Uh, I'm also a uh, an active member of Republicans Abroad here in Taiwan. Okay. And on the other side of the table, we have. I'm John Eastwood. Um, I'm a DNC member. I'm the International Council for Democrats Abroad on the global level. But uh, here in uh, Taiwan, I've been working with uh, helping Americans get registered as voters for a long time. And uh, But today I'm speaking for myself. Okay. So we have uh, two opposing political views here. And uh, by this coming Wednesday, approximately Taiwan time, I'd say three or four in the afternoon, we will probably know who will be serving the next four years as president of the United States. Would you both uh, explain why you support the candidate that you do? Well, considering that uh, Romney is the challenger, let's, uh, <laughs> let's let Bill uh, take this first, if you don't mind. Well, it, it's, uh, it's quite simple, actually. Um, America, America has, had a, has had a really rough four years, the last four years, uh, middle class, has uh, pretty much been buried. Uh, there's a lot of people out of work, 23 million people out of work. There's a lot more people on food stamps. Poverty levels are the highest they've ever been. And there's probably enough blame, you know, there's probably blame that can that can go around. But I think a lot of the, uh, I, I think there's been a lot of disappointment with, with uh, uh, President Obama's uh, performance. Uh, my view is that he had two years to do Everything that needed to be done, he had he had uh, a complete control of Congress uh, and the administration, and he, he could have gotten things done that he didn't. He focused on uh, issues that were not directly related to job creation and the economy. I also see him as as a divisive uh, element in American politics now. I know I know it was it perhaps wasn't his intention to start off that way. Certainly after he was elected, uh, he said a lot of good things about working about working across the aisle. I think what has been demonstrated uh, pretty pretty well over the last few years is that he is not able to work across the aisle. And I think the only real solution to America's problems is a uh, is a bipartisan approach to those problems. A a leader who is willing to get the people to get to get the parties together and um, and actually you know tell them to play nice and not fight and 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 get things done. I haven't seen that kind of leadership out of President Obama uh and I don't think we would see that in another 4 years. So it's time to make a change. You think it's time for a change. And uh John, you obviously have a different view. Well, I think I think actually Obama's done a much better job than than uh you know sometimes the uh, Republicans credit him with having done. You have Obamacare which is the 
the most incredible change for, I think, a lot of uh, Americans in the United States. But if you're an American living overseas, uh, the possibility of returning back to a U.S. where uh, pre-existing conditions is no longer an excuse for blocking you out. Uh, you know, the millions of additional Americans uh, who will be able to get health care now. Um, I, I, I think it's, it's absolutely incredible the sea change that he's done. 5.5 million jobs now uh, back in uh, the jobs reports uh, keep coming back. Uh, time and time again with, uh, with, with us on the mend. Our economy is getting better all the time. And it was going to be much worse than I think anybody predicted. But, but the uh, economy is really coming back under this president. Uh, I think one of the things that, you know, in terms of the way that Congress works has been a very frustrating for a lot of American people is, is uh, to see the, the amount of obstructionism that's happened. So there's absolutely none of the jobs packages that, uh, that, that the Obama administration would like to see passed passed largely because the Republican Party has made it job number one to make sure that uh, that nothing does get through. So in your view, he has earned a second term. Absolutely. When we return tomorrow, Mr. Bryson and Mr. Eastwood will discuss how a win for their man could affect the Asia-Pacific region. I'm Eric Smith, and thanks for tuning in to Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk. This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith. And today we're continuing our mini political debate with Mitt Romney supporter William Bryson and Obama supporter John Eastwood. Both of these gentlemen are Taipei-based lawyers, and I asked them how a win for their candidate might affect the region we live in. John, you want to start with that? Oh, no problem. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, the most important technology jurisdictions in the world are out here in Asia Pacific. Well, one way of measuring that would be the number of patents filed and received in the U.S. Uh, Patent and Trademark Office. And uh, it, it's amazing. Out of the top five in the world, three of them are right out here in Asia. That interaction between the U.S. economy, it's an important market. It's also an important partner for R&D, uh, for technology exchange. Great ideas and standards don't happen in a vacuum. So uh, in terms of having a healthy U.S. market and a healthy U.S. tech environment, I think Obama has done a great job of uh, putting the focus in the U.S. away from low-end manufacturing jobs and aiming towards the technologies of the future. In your view, Bill, how, do you, how would you see a President Romney affecting Asia? I think uh, part, of, uh, part of the slump we've seen in Asia uh, – in economies in Asia is is in, in in great part due to a lack of a consumer economy in the United States. Um, the the U.S. Uh, is the biggest is the biggest consumer of goods in the world. Any you know, policies that are gonna that are gonna expand the U.S. economy, put more people to work, and uh, and put more money in people's pockets are obviously going to be good for the exporting nations in Asia. Another another aspect is that I think Governor Romney has has very much emphasized uh, the importance of uh, free trade. And free trade agreements—that's uh, something that's been noticeably lacking in in the Obama administration. I know that the, the Democrats will say he signed three free trade agreements, but he didn't negotiate any of those. I think uh, Asia Asia Pacific would see a renewed uh, a renewed uh, a push for uh, uh, for free trade agreements and for and for other types of trade agreements. I think that could definitely benefit uh, Taiwan, for example. I also think uh, uh, Governor Romney's emphasis on uh, U.S. Uh, strength, uh, particularly military strength, can be very beneficial for the region. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, seen a lot of shifts in uh, in the strategic uh, 
in the strategic balance in 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 the Asia Pacific region. While uh, uh, yeah, and and uh, I think uh, I think the U.S. has a uh, has a role to play as a, as an honest broker in territorial disputes. Uh, I think a, a Romney administration would uh, would be proactive about that. Uh, and I also think that they, uh, they, that the U.S. has a has a big role to play in uh, keeping the peace out here, uh, as peace becomes uh, uh, more and more more and more difficult uh, as as people lay claims to rocks in the ocean and various bits of territory. I think uh, I think you need you need the U.S. to be out here and and very actively engaged. And I see uh, a Romney administration doing exactly that. And obviously, I assume that both of you feel passionately about voting from overseas and the importance it can make in an election. I I can't emphasize that enough, Eric. I mean, it is so important for people to be involved. And, um, you know, you, you look at what happened in, in the 2000 race, 537 votes determined the president. And and you know, whether you like that result or not, the, the lesson the lesson is the same. Your vote counts. And, and expatriates should never, ever, ever be in a position where they don't think their votes count. It's a bit shameful in general, the uh, our, our nation's participation rate in elections compared to like a place like Taiwan. I think I think for a presidential election, it, it's right around 50 percent is so, the average turnout. And for the for the midterms, it's probably closer to 45. Does that, and I think in Taiwan, right, it's more like uh, 80 or something in the high 70s. Well, right? and, and, you know, it, it, it frustrates me. I'm sure it, I'm sure it frustrates John, too, to, to hear people in the states say that they feel disenfranchised by the political process. Because people and citizens are the political process. I think people in Taiwan value their right to vote because mm. they've had it. They've actually had it for so for such a relatively short yeah. period of time, yeah. and 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 hopefully they'll never take it for granted. The thing about uh, the U.S. is that it's 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 extremely important for people to be involved because politicians go to where the voters are. If you don't think your voice is being heard, the best thing to do is get involved, get your voice out there, um, and and don't just let the, the people. You know, banging on gongs and screaming and and uh, saying paying attention to me be the only voices out there. Um, don't be turned off by, uh, you know, by the squeakiest wheels and uh, go make your your ra- sane, rational voices heard. Many thanks to both Mr. Eastwood and Mr. Bryson for coming on Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith, and remember that ICRT will be bringing you up to the minute info tomorrow as the vote tallies come in.